Well, welcome, guys. It's our fr- very first live uh, post-fight reaction live on StreamYard. This is very cool. I'm excited to be live with you. Every week we get to do new things and new things over at Best Women's Boxing Show, period. Um, yep. If you're here, if you're here, we're going to tweet and we're going to uh, see if we can get some more people to join us. But we are over here on Bad Culture because we are still growing our baby. And so yes, until yeah. our baby gets to a thousand subs, then we're just over here. So we need some yeah. folks to come watch. Let me send oh. some tweets out because we want some commentary. Absolutely. My God. I wish we weren't going on this late because I, I don't know if you can hear Brooklyn screaming in the background. <laughs> <laughs> right, I had to like run and close the door because he's like banging on the door. <laughs> but he said um, he, he he loved those fights too. He really did. I mean, he watched it. Uh, he got to eat some meatballs and pasta uh, pasta shells for the first time when I was screaming my face off during the Taylor versus Serrano fight, which that has to be a fight of the year contender. I'm t- I'm telling you, girl, like. <laughs> Wow, did I didn't I knew it was going to be an incredible fight, a because it was already a historical fight and just Styles makes fight. Did I know it was going to be that hellacious? I mean, at one point, round five, my God, I I really thought that like Katie Taylor was done. I'm like, is she gonna is she gonna get knocked out right now? She had no legs. She was standing straight up like a board. But that was that was some amazing stuff. I mean. I agree with you. She looked out on her feet. She just, her eyes looked leery. But when you are a true champion like that, you bounce back. And this fight yeah. was, it exceeded my expectations by far. It really did. I mean, even just from the very beginning when we we're both uh, texting and tweeting to each other, it was just like the energy in there, like you said, you could feel it from the screen. And I mean, it was like that moment that I cried. I was just getting like, wow. You know, I I mean, I cry at like other fights, be like, wow, this is a moment, but this is a moment in women's boxing. It was 140 years, they said it during Madison Square Garden, like for a female fight to ever headline and to sell out. That's like the very first. So, I mean, we saw history in the making. We saw two ladies when they just did their ring walks. It was just, they took it all in. The pride, everything that they've worked so incredibly hard for, we all got to witness it and they put on one hell of a fight. But they need to run that shit back, okay? <laughs> all the way back. Something that really struck me about about the uh, about the fight that I really liked was when they came out, they all they both just kind of like, like took it in for a second. And that made me even emotional because they both did it in their own ways. And I was like, oh, my God, come on. <laughs> it yeah, was so it was, beautiful. It was so cool. It was really cool. And I think when Amanda Serrano walked out, she just was so happy just to, like, all the Puerto Ricans and to hear the, the, the her anthem being sung. It, usually I'm like, when the anthems are sung on a big fight, I'm like, hurry it up, hurry it up. But I think this one, I was like, you know what? let's chill let's hang out i'm like i'm so i'm just so ready for this fight to happen but just then let, let's give them respect to anthems let's honor it and so mm-hmm. it was good shit it was really really good stuff but um you know we i i see it on the timeline that was serrano rock katie taylor wasn't doing much she was hurt blah 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 and i get it and um everyone's around, all, all, like all over the board 
Uh, they said the DAZN commentary was very biased. Um, there were times that it was, but then there are times I'm like, um, you just don't listen to them because you're so involved in the fight. Uh, but, you know, at the very beginning, Katie, she obviously won the first couple rounds, but in the middle rounds, I, I don't, I don't know. Cause I predicted, I remember I told you it was going to be Katie's majority decision or split decision. I didn't know she was going to get hurt like that, you know, it be, but you had it Serrano. A lot of people had Serrano winning and I thought, honestly, she got robbed personally. I personally thought she got robbed, but I, right. I thought Katie was going, I just had the feeling Katie was going to pull up, but based on the, the thing, uh, but round by round, people said Katie pulled it off. So I could see that, but I don't like the, what did you think of the judges' scorecards? I thought a little too wide. Yeah, I thought one of the cards, I can hear my baby. Um, I know one of the <laughs> cards, was, uh, that's why I laughed. I, one of the cards was definitely too wide, 97-93, I thought was yeah. the score. No matter if you saw Taylor or Serrano won, that's crazy. Yeah. You know, neither of them dominated that many more rounds than the others. Yeah. I was yeah. okay um, with the 96-94. The, I had a 96-94 just for Serrano. And yeah. it was just a, a, a close fight and just the level of respect, the action, yeah. the, the skill. This was just, it was unbelievable. We're going to go back and talk about the other fights that did them right, leading yeah. us up, getting us excited for the main event. All of the, the top three fights that were part of the main broadcast were fantastic. I enjoyed You know, them. it was funny because we saw, so we, we kicked off the, the, the zone portion, the main, uh, the zone televised portion with uh, the undisputed, the new undisputed queen. Finally, Franchon Cruz de Zern, uh, she, she was victorious over Elon Sidurus and, you know what? When you said they don't wipe the war, she's wearing her war paint. I didn't even think about it because I didn't see in the corner what was happening. I'm like, oh my god, she looks like Carrie. <laughs> like she did. Why? I never. All gonna support. laugh at you. All gonna laugh at you. That's how it was looking. Yeah. It was looking real pig blood. And I go, why hasn't the trainer just wiped off her eyes? Like. I was, I mean, but good for Franchon. This was the best I've ever seen her. And this is the best way to win the titles, all the titles and the Ring Magazine title with the best performance of her career. Absolutely. She was, I thought she was fantastic. I too think this was the best fight of her career because I mean, I've enjoyed her fights. I've, I've seen, I've seen her fights from when Clarissa beat her forward. When Clarissa was making her pro debut, I had never seen Franchon fight. Uh oh, my earring. I had never seen Franchon fight before that. And tonight, she just looked, I thought she was going to punch herself out with all those big, wild, sweeping, looping shots and big, heavy blows, big, thudding punches, hard hitting Diva for real, for real. And I thought she was going to punch herself out, but she kept coming and coming and coming. And I was very impressed. With, yeah. with her performance tonight. And uh, Elon Siduros, she's a warrior too, because she was getting hit with some some heaters. <laughs> <laughs> and, she, and she stayed there and she kept coming working in the paint. And, wow. She really, yeah, she really did. I mean, and they said, I mean, it was crazy that Siduros didn't use her reach or her height. 
but right. it didn't matter because Franchine was smothering her with punches. She was so relentless. Uh, I mean, there were times that uh, that uh, Franchine got caught a couple times, but she just came right back and threw it even more. And uh, but wow, it was such a big statement. Even like towards the very end of the round, like she already knew she was winning. She still kept going. She didn't dance like Shakur did, as we saw in the last fight. Who started dancing and like you know just you know, already celebrating, but, uh, she went from the very, from the moment the bell rang to the moment it finished, she finished. She threw every punch, everything in her arsenal. She threw the kitchen sink, the refrigerator, the heater, everything. <laughs> you know, was I was so waiting to see, I, I was waiting to see if she was going to sing. Remember if you guys want to go yes! back and interview with her, she said she might uh, thing after she won, but the, I liked what she did even better. She just made me feel so good and inspired to be a woman. She was just, oh, it was just so genuine and so moving to hear her talk about, you know, that moment and being good enough. And I feel like that was just the sentiment for women's boxing in general. We belong. We are good enough. We are capable. And that was beautiful. That was so beautiful and inspiring. I love the part when they're like, um, what are you going to do? Are you going to watch this back? She's like, I'm going to go and take a shower and wash my ass before <laughs> I do anything. <laughs> it's like, that's a first I've heard in a, in a post-fight win oh, <laughs> interview. I know her on that one because she probably got blood that's not hers. Like, yeah. <laughs> But wow, that was such a great fight. And I didn't, I, and I, I was even a little bummed that I'm like, well, that should have been the co-main event because A, because it, it's it's, it was an undisputed fight. But honestly, <laughs> Jesse Vargas versus Liam Beefy Smith. <laughs> who knew? Who knew? Who, knew? Who, who, I, who was the matchmaker? Do you know by chance if anybody who's on, I see their core of you on, Please say something. Don't just be stranger. Cynthia and I Hi love each other to death. We want to talk to you guys too. So uh, comment in the, the comments and tell us your thoughts on the fight tonight. But who in a million years would have thought Jesse Vargas versus Liam Beefy Smith would have been that? That chaotic, that explosive, that entertaining. Boy, Beefy put the beat My on God. Jesse Vargas. Wow. My God, he tenderized it. He tenderized him. It's funny because even just like the clips of the of uh, the press conference, he's like, "Oh, you're gonna feel my power." And Liam's like, "Well, you're moving up in weight. Like, you don't even know what my power is like." And I'm like, and it's mm -hmm. funny because when I I watched, I was reading the UK the people from the UK. Their tweets are like, you know, Liam starts very slow, and then they're like, "Just wait." And I'm like, "Oh." he sure he sure did and jesse just looked very very gassed he was fighting off against the ropes but nothing uh with no answers so that was it was interesting and then finally the fight just got waved off because there was no point and to know i didn't know no need i, I when he was the assistant trainer but like listening to him it was just um you know i can't say i i think when I always feel like, okay, this sounds weird. So when Nonito's wife trains him, it's different from a fighter training another fighter. I don't know what it is, but I think when Nonito was saying all the stuff, I don't think Jesse was even comprehending anything because he looked so tired. He looked so just defeated. 
And he's like, and Nomito's like, okay, we're changing the fucking game plan. You need to stop jabbing. You need to do this. And I'm like, I don't think Jesse can even hear that anymore. He's just like, I think he's already checked out in his mind. But yeah, credit to Jesse, credit to, you know, good for him that he was still able to get a great payday. He was, he was able to co-main on one of the most historical cards to ever go down. And they... It, it was such a good fight. I was impressed. It was excellent. I mean, salute to, to them. Our first undisputed champ, super middleweight championship fight of the night. Congratulations to Franchon Cruz Desern. She did a great job. It's crazy watching the broadcast and just all the women who were there. All of the women have been on our show recently, except for Clarissa Shields. Yeah. We had Franchon, we had Michaela, we had Alicia, we've had Marlene, we've had Sanisa. Uh-huh. Um, Michaela and all of them were either working or at that fight in some capacity. So Clarissa Shields, um, we're looking for you. If you're watching the show, tweet her and tell her we want her to come on the show. You know, help us with and our- Ebony Bridges and Ebony Bridges too. Yeah. Um, and you know, it was really satisfying too to see like just the support of each other. Mm-hmm. Of them, all them actively tweeting about the fight, going out there to be there for the fight. The only thing I heard tonight that I didn't agree with was with and Amanda. She's so classy. I'm just not that classy like her. When she was <laughs> like, we just need to be talking down on each other. Yeah, y'all do. Y'all still got to make these fights. Right. Right. Boxing or whatever. I'm all for the trash talk. Keep talking, ladies, if you want to. But um, yeah. you know, I'm just a class. She's now. so classy. She's so classy. What even's even better? Her corner stayed classy. Jordan, her trainer, stayed classy. <laughs> there was no shit talking. Um, I think more shit talking came from Jake Paul. I mean, they were all getting booed. Uh, but I'm like, you know what? They should, I mean, I get it, but they were the ones, Eddie Hearn and him were able to put that, this card together. Eddie needed uh, Jake and Jake needed Eddie to put on this historical card. And I'm just, I am so happy, but now there is no, there's no rematch clause, but it has to be, they have to run it back. There is no bigger fight or bigger payday for either of them right now, because um, Michaela says she wants the winner of that fight, but she's not getting that fight. I feel oh. sorry for her. This thing, you know, this comes makes a very interesting opportunity, uh, interesting dynamic of what's going to happen with all those women now because they're clearly going to run it back. That's the biggest fight in women's boxing. A rematch gets it's even bigger considering yeah. how close it was, especially if they take it back to Ireland if it's possible. Hearn thinks it's possible. Jake Paul said he's with the shit, so hey, they're going to probably run it back there. So then now you've got Alicia Baumgartner now who has said she's fighting choice. That's yep. the next fight for her. What is Michaela to do? I, I feel for her because now there's that opportunity is not going to happen. And then she's got to wait for whenever Alicia yeah. and, and choice. And so she's yeah. kind of left out. In the- yeah. And, and just like you said, she has to fight. So she's going to have to fight somebody. And it's not her fault that she can't get the fights that she wants or the belts that she wants. So she's going to have to fight someone that will just kind of fit the the criteria of, you know, a tune-up fight. But Michaela doesn't want tune-up fights. Like she wants to collect belts and be great. I wouldn't want a tune-up fight unless I was in a hellacious match. But, <laughs> you know, I don't know. You know- I mean, I... Unless Choi gets hurt. 
That's true. Or <laughs> you never know. She doesn't like to fight outside of her country, out of uh, South Korea. I maybe know. she takes maybe she takes a step aside money. I know, and she's been the mandatory. She's she's had the belt forever, and she's never been the mandatory. So why not now? But unless things change, Eddie wants it. They want all the belts on the line. I don't know, but Choi is under. I think Choi is a matchroom fighter. I no, is I think so. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, then there you Eddie, go. Eddie not letting those belts out the house. You know, maybe we could get if we could dream the impossible dream. If we could get Choi to step aside. No disrespect, Choi. No disrespect. I know. No disrespect at all. But if we could get Alicia versus Michaela. Uh-huh. On the same night as Spence versus Crawford, and they stagger it like they did tonight. Yeah, that would be a great one. That would be a fantastic one. Oh no, what? And the other tea of the night, or just during not today specifically, but Clarissa talking about the uh, Savannah Marshall not showing up or whatever they were supposed to announce their fight or whatever. Hmm. I don't know why. I mean, there's a lot of speculation. So if that fight gets is is in, if that man, if that that fight has to happen. All that shit talking, but I get it. There are the powers that be might that might not allow it to happen. So what we're just gonna have to find out. Um, I know that she was there ready to announce the fight, but. A lot of people weren't able to attend the fight in in New York due to many circumstances. Yeah. So hopefully uh, we'll get to see that fight sooner than later. If not, I don't I don't know. I I really did like what Clarissa said um, that she eventually the fight is eventually with Franchon later. And mm-hmm. so uh, I was like, okay, I think that's good. I mean, that would be what the fifth time that they'd be fighting now. You see Brooklyn? Yeah. <laughs> But I wanted to see his little face back there. So cute. It's his face. <laughs> so again, thank you for if anyone's up in here. I have that one person who's here now. It's probably my phone because I've got it streaming on my phone too. So, if, but if you are here and the numbers are not reflecting it, welcome. I know. Thank you. Thank Bobby you. Period. The what did we call him? Which one? What we call him tonight? The run. Oh, uh, the fight rewind. The fight rewind. So yeah, we'll come up with a, yeah. a strategy and whatnot. But you know, it'll be easier for us to share with you guys when we're able to do it from our show. Um, uh-huh. YouTube. So you guys have to go if you're watching this show as a playback and it's not live anymore. Please, please, please make sure you are subscribed to the Best Women's Boxing Show. Period. And follow us on all of our social media platforms and continue supporting us because we know. And we know our stuff and we have fun. (laughs) And we ask questions that a lot of people are too scared to ask (laughs) because we want to know. All these good shows. Oh, hey, three people. Hey, if you're the three people watching, say something in the chat so we can follow you back or show you. I know. We appreciate it. This is our very first, first of many. So we just finished um, Shakur Stevenson, Oscar Valdez versus Shakur Stevenson. 
And I glanced, um, you were talking a moment ago, I glanced down at my phone just to see what people were saying about the fight. We checked out of it before they, like, and all the way, not. it was clear that Stevenson was uh, cruising to a victory. But so, people were tweeting that Stevenson started running around the ring before they, they sounded the final bell. You didn't see that? No, I was uh, messing around and I had oh. Yeah, so at the very final bell, like be, like the last 10 seconds, Valdez was, you know, obviously try to finish the fight in a strong way. And of course, Shakur was just like running around, like jumping up and then like posing to the crowd. I hate that. I go, you know what? Finish the fight. I'm like, I, we get that you schooled him, but just, I, I don't know. I just, it's still a sport because I go, well, God forbid you, you get clocked in that last second because your, your guard is down. That's right. And it's protect yeah, yourself at time. Shakur looked amazing, though. I mean, I think at wow. the very beginning, like everyone everyone thought he was going to win by points. Didn't even think a knockout. I remember I asked Derek James the other day, I go, do you think Shakur can knock out Oscar Valdez? That, and that's not that's that's not a thing that people normally think of Shakur, but he apparently had some knockout power because he knocked him down. I mean, it was still a lot of people think it was questionable because when he got knocked, it was by I think a right hook or a left hook, I can't remember. And he was falling forward and the ropes held him up, but he was also throwing a punch. So a lot of people it was still considered knockdown. But um I didn't expect Shakur to have that much power. I was pretty wow. impressed. Shakur just looked sharp and and quick at the speed difference was extraordinary between yeah. him and Valdez. He I mean he just boxed beautifully, effective. He looked strong. Mm -hmm. He just really, really looked formidable. But this running around the ring thing, it makes me wonder because you know, Shakur's had that image for so long because he's so smiley and his dimples and you know, he's such a, like a, a cutie pie kind of guy, but now, you know, he's talking more mess. He was talking mess to Jamel Herring, and then he's talking mess to Oscar Valdez, even during the fight, during the fight week. Is he going to turn into a heel? Like, is this the beginning of the Joker or the Penguin or something like that? You, you never know? know. You never know. I mean, I think, uh, I think now after, I mean, his first win was great, but People say, should you be considered to be pound on the pound for pound list? And they asked him that. He said, after this win, yes. And I and I I completely agree because now, uh, like not at the top, but somewhere his name needs to be talked about because he, uh, he Oscar Valdez is he's he's a very good fighter. I mean, what how he won against M Miguel Burchell. He took his soul. He took his career. <laughs> like Burchell doesn't fight the same way yeah. anymore. And um, the way that Shakur fought against Valdez tonight basically embarrassed him. Like Valdez was so frustrated. I think Valdez won maybe two rounds, and that was at the beginning. The rest of the rounds, it was just, it was just a clinic. It was just embarrassing. I'm kind of like, and Shakur, all he's doing is. <laughs> his big old smile and Valdez looks so beat up and he was just so out of breath. And then you just see Shakur just like in the corner, just chilling and like singing. So I just, um, I think now people are going to be really starting to talk more and more about Shakur. Like, Oh shit. 
this guy is legit. I mean, he won the ring magazine belt because it's the top two in the division. So I'm curious to see um, who he's going to fight next. I know he's going to be for belts. I don't even know who's in the, who has the belts in the 130 division. I don't uh, remember. Let me just take a quick little look-see, look-see. Because I was looking and I was not Galahad. This is, um, it is the 130 right here. Let's see. We have WBO. Jamel lost. Um, I don't know Rashimov. Oh, they took it down. Fight News used to be real good about keeping their work. Kenichi, Kenny, Ogawa. He has the IBF. He's Japanese. And who has the. Oh, wait. No, they only have two belts. Who has the WBA belt? I don't know who I don't know who the, who has a WBA belt. Because I'm looking on the rings rating. I don't know. Uh, Roger, Roger Gutierrez. Why isn't he on the ring ratings then? That's weird. It's the, um, for the ring ratings. It, it was vacant. It's just no, no, no. It would show. It would show like um, what belt they have. On here, so oh. it would be like Shakur has a WBO, oh. <laughs> and then, um, but it doesn't say. That's interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. Roger Booty Barrett. I don't. I mean, not... maybe I know him. I can't picture his face because I don't see his thing. But um, he's doing good, and look at that. He, they, Shakur and Valdez, they sold out. Uh, they sold out MGM. I mean, it is cracking over there. I mean, New York was cracking on a different level. Every female. In pretty much all the sports were there, all the legends were there. But here it's like, I mean, I'm here in Vegas and I could hear every I heard there was a lot of fans on both sides and there was they they came out for this one. So I mean Mark Davis is sitting there. When Mark Davis comes to the fights, the owner of the Raiders, chilling right there by Bob Aram, you know it's a big fight. <laughs> so yeah, him and Canelo. Oh yeah. Did you see him digging his pajamas? Huh? <laughs> Canelo said he will not be wearing regular clothes to nothing. It's pajamas <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I saw him in there, and I know that Eddie and Canelo were the ones that pushed Valdez to take this fight. And it's, and it's you know, you got to push yourself to be great. You have to challenge yourself. And so you're not guaranteed, we guaranteed to win every fight. And sure, you know, Valdez, he, 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 he went out on his shield. He didn't get knocked out. Uh, but I wonder what's going to be next for him. Because it's not like he's going to move up in weight. Because usually you move up in weight. You're going to have to fight more people in your in your division. Mm-hmm. So and I don't know. More, you're hanging around 130. So there's <laughs> still a lot of tough fights out there for him. If he wants to get right back at it with another tough fight, there's plenty of dance partners who mm-hmm. are... Willing young deity, are there any Amish Mennonite professional fighters? I'm cool. not certain. Amish, Amish, or Mennonite? I, I have deity. that. I don't know. I don't know, sir or ma'am. I have no idea. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it was a I... great night. What did, what did you think of the fight? Thanks for joining us. Please hit the uh, like button. What did I think of with the fight? Uh, our comments are here. Oh, our comments. Oh, yeah. Young Dighty. Yeah, but, but 
but yeah, what do you think of the night? It was, I mean, we had a lot of boxing today, so it was a lot. It was a lot. Like I was, my fingers hurt from tweeting my eyes. Like I, you know what? I should be wearing my Blu-ray player glasses because I've been on the computer so much that my eyeballs throbbing, but um, it was, it was, it was, it was so good. Like I didn't even watch the ESPN fights up until the end of the zone fights. Just, I watched the before the bell fights, um, which was, which was good. Sky Nicholson was on there. Um, Emma Williams was on there and my God, he put on a show <laughs> and he would, that, that guy was supposed to be his toughest test. He, he, I, I've never seen Ammo look that, that good in the ring. Every punch he threw was so nasty that, um, and he, he, it landed at will and the guy just had no answers. And for the fight to be over, I was like, I was really happy for him. But even mm-hmm. Sky Nicholson, these women are coming, they're just different. These, these women are, these women fighters, she was Australian Olympian and the way she fights she uh, it was until the very out the very end where I think she it was a right hand I can't remember but it was she she hurt that girl but the entire time her jab was so effective and I'm not a I'm not a fan of people with their hands down fighting with their hands down unless you're fucking Floyd and but she did it really well and uh, she was able she her she was able to get through the girl's guard and i even said it i tweeted it out i'm like this girl's face is being eaten by jabs cuz she couldn't see it all night so i think and uh, they're moving sky nicholson very very well that was i think her fourth professional fight and even better that it's on this card so it was, that was good to see but i liked it i really really liked it it was good stuff very very good i could ask the crowd the the atmosphere at both of these venues just just the atmosphere for the women's fight i mean the the men have their big moments etc so they've got hundreds of years of big moments but to see how this crowd was just going eight like i i could just feel that energy through the the screen like it was just so loud and raucous and just people genuinely i brought tears i can't even lie it got me in my feels a little bit and uh, yeah it a little scary it was awesome you know it reminded me last of when um anthony joshua and uh, ruiz fought at the garden it was so loud that you they couldn't even hear the bell like the, that one time the ref didn't even know the bell rang and the fight was still going and then he's they're like banging on the bell and it was just it was that electric but it was you know, just reading the timeline, celebrities, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock was tweeting, you know, just like awesome. everyone congratulating. Like, this is such a moment in time that who knew that a woman's fight could be this big. And the and the fact that this particular fight exceeded all, all of our expectations, the way it went down every round, it wasn't just like they didn't dance. I mean, they were great dance partners, but they, there was not one moment where there was no action. It was constant action from the beginning to end. And um, it was just like, oh my God. At one point I'm like, okay, this could end up in a draw. And I was really, yeah. I was going to bet on it. I'm like, it's minus 1200. I go, if I just put a hundred bucks down, <laughs> you never know. But um, Katie just came back out and they always said, you know what? She's the champ champ. 
you got to knock the champ down or knock her out in order to win. And maybe that could have been the deciding factor that, yes, Amanda put a beating on her. Uh, she was, but, but Katie got her legs back. She was able to come back uh, and, and get her and, and just do her thing. But I think that um, Amanda's going to kick herself when she goes back and watch the fight. It was one of those rounds she kind of really took off. I think it was the seventh round, sixth or seventh yeah. round. She was really, really coasting. That could have made the difference right there. At least brought it to a drop. So you're never going to underestimate Katie Taylor, but it would have at least, you know, leveled it out a little bit. But again, two great warriors. They said kind of, you know, handshake agreement that they will run it back. Maybe it's good that they, there's no rematch clause because now they can make some big, they made their best paydays. Let's talk about that. The best paydays they've made in their careers, at least Amanda, for sure. I'm not sure about Katie's career paydays, but now even more double, triple that because this is, it, it, it was such a sensation on social media. Jake Paul's going to do his promotional thing. Eddie's going to do his thing. If it's overseas, it's, it's going to be crazy. But, you know, the thing is with these two, so Amanda, will she get another payday like this? Because it, the, the, the opponent has to be Katie Taylor level. There is no Katie Taylor level right now in That's any right. division. So I, I, I don't know where, where, where uh, Serrano is supposed to go after this. I mean, go back to her weight class and then she – because then whoever she's going to fight – They'd be like, okay, wait, so Amanda's going to get a million dollars and the fight's not even worth, you know, and I'm not downgrading any female, but it's just that the level of where Katie Taylor with all the belts with, and then versus someone that maybe has one belt or two belts or zero belts. I don't know how that, how that's going to happen. And even with Katie, I don't know where she goes. I don't, I don't know who's supposed to buy for those belts and imagine who, I, there was no one. I don't think there's anyone else in the sport that Katie. We wanted to see Katie fight, except Amanda Serrano. So now we got that. Now what? What does Katie do? I mean, fight in Ireland against. I don't know who. Maybe maybe the best case scenario for this situation is it's a Canelo type of thing. Um, Canelo's got his own business to take care of next week with Bivol, and we know that the Triple G fight is looming. So maybe it's a parallel thing for the women where the best case scenario is something like um, Katie and Amanda fight again. And let's say Amanda wins that time. And then they run it back for a third time. And during that time, maybe the rivalry is getting better and better and better between Michaela and Alicia Baumgartner. Maybe they're having their own fight and they're running it back. And they've got their, their thing going. And then maybe the winner of that, because they both express interest that they would take that action and they uh -huh. fight that. Or Katie was already the bigger woman in there tonight. Maybe she moves up and she challenges like Jessica McCaskill. Yeah. You know, she goes up to 140 and wants to be undisputed at that weight too because she doesn't show, look like she's having any signs of slowing down or quitting or anything like that. That's a big fish too. Oh my God. That would be good. I don't know. I mean, we just... Like we always said, we just there's not enough women in the divisions, so they're gonna have to go up and down and wait. So 
So hopefully, uh, I can't wait to see what they'll say. I mean, I'm going to have to rewatch this fight again and like really pay attention. And while I'm not texting, because that's the one part about like working a fight because you're busy, like, or typing and just like, you don't want to miss anything. So I think um, just. What weight class is Ebony Bridges again? Well, uh, um, Jamie Mitchell's 115. Oh yeah, she's she's, she's too tall. She's too small. She's too mm-hmm. small. But um, yeah. So I don't. I'm like, that was at one fort. Wait, they, they went up to one fifty four, right? Yeah. Damn. The bigger, Serrano the, the, went the, up. The bigger the bigger the, the bigger the weight, the less opportunities there are. You know, yeah. because yeah, I remember once I saw a women's heavyweight fight. I'm all for all fights, and just. You know, this is disrespect people had for those kind of fights. So it's always right now. That's going to be the next level of sexism that women will have to go past in the barrier because now it's going to be like anything bigger than 168, which is what Brand Sean was fighting at tonight for super middleweight. You know, maybe you've got fighters in other countries that are bigger women who are some badasses who are fighting in Brazil and, and yeah. Samoan, yep. you know, that are boxing. And so maybe that might be the next move to introduce some, uh, some different weight class because right now all these smaller weights, and it's the same thing for the love better for the men now too, the smaller weight classes get busy. They fight more often, the yeah. fight more often. And um, yeah, all of them have that, that problem now. Franchon has that problem being undisputed because there's just not enough competition there. And then, yeah, that's so true. Where it's at. Oh, man. I think maybe, you know, Amanda might go back into MMA. Why not? Yeah. That's it. She made a statement there and to show how, like, she can't, she's not going to take an MMA fight. I don't know what she gets paid. Let's just say $30,000. $30,000. I have no idea. She's not going to go back to that and be like, I ain't doing that. <laughs> like, But she really does enjoy it. I don't know. I'm, I'm really curious to see where she's going to go for here, from here um, and what uh, Jake Paul has in store for her. But I'm excited for her because they got the career high paydays. And that's incredible. That's already historical in itself. <laughs> so, and to know that women, like Errol Spence tweeted out, he was like, I'm low-key really excited for this Taylor Serrano fight. <laughs> People were so excited. Afterwards, he said it was the best fight of the year. Yeah, even J-Rock is like, I can't believe what my eyes just saw. It's like, we always said it. You know, when they got, when guys say, or even some women say women's fights are boring, I don't know which fights you're, there are some, but we said it, there are some men fights that are boring too, but what, how many, how many men fights do you see like this? <laughs> like this, okay. we just witnessed. Few and far between, few and far between, you know, hopefully we'll get that again, that lightning in the bottle with um, Canelo and Bilbao, who knows, we'll get it for sure with Inoue and Donaire. We know that's yeah. going to be off the chain, but if I was Katie Taylor right now, and even Amanda Serrano, Jake Paul and his brother Logan Paul have already leveraged these relationships with WWE. Um, they should take a victory lap like Tyson Fury. Yeah. And have the ladies, like, they don't have to wrestle. We don't want them to get hurt. 
Like they could just walk out like uh, Katie could come out once in a while with Becky Lynch. I think yeah. that's the um, Amanda Serrano, there's um, um, a couple of Puerto Rican wrestlers on the roster. Over there, there's Zelina Vega, or she's Dominican. And then there's, um, I forgot what the guy's saying. He for sure, I know for sure, is Puerto Rican. Take a victory lap. Get that money too, women. Get all the money. Get, Get it all. all. While it's there. And you never know, like, she, you never know, like, maybe Serrano might not want to fight anymore. Like, that's she'd be like, you know what? This is it. This was like the cherry on the top. If we don't do a run it back, if they're like, no, like they could say in the ring, like we could run it back. But I know Eddie and Eddie Hearn's like, oh, no, this was too close. <laughs> like this was, you know, he was sweating up in that tuxedo. Man. <laughs> Did he need to air that tuxedo out because <laughs> Amanda was taking the fight to her in the, those middle rounds? I thought she was gonna knock Katie Taylor out. I really like, thought so too. Out on her feet, and that was amazing. Man, I'm just so proud of both of them. It was just so good. The promotion was great. Yeah. And another thing I thought I really enjoyed was love Jake Paul or hate him. When he's talking about Amanda specifically, I just love like the passion, the conviction, the yeah. belief in her. I'm like, okay, you better give us for real, for real promoter, sir. You are really wearing your promoter hat tonight. No antics, no shenanigans. It was all about Amanda Serrano and yeah. less about and I really like that. I think uh, Jake Paul, I mean, like as crazy as he is, he really put his promoter hat on. He really believed Serrano. I mean, Serrano's, a, she's already, you know, going to be, she's a future Hall of Famer uh, in the Women's Hall of Fame uh, for what she's done, seven division world champion. But he's like, why hasn't this woman fought for, for like the best, like for belts or even, but looking at her pay, it's like it, he, it didn't, it didn't match. So for him to put on that hat and to really, to really bring it to the forefront and just like really push it and just be like, you know what? It was all about them. It was about the girls and putting them on a center stage and proving to everyone to, to Dana White, to, to all the promoters out there in any kind of sport that it can be done. You just have to find the right fighters at the top of their game and um, just put the right promotion behind it, put some money behind it. If you do that, they will all follow. They sold out Madison square garden. So that's just, wow. I would like to see him. Amanda was formerly with Lou Bella, who was a yeah. champion of her. No disrespect to Lou, but he just didn't have that impact on women's boxing like Jake Paul's having already because Jake already brought that audience. So I was thinking about, you know, he's probably going to want other fighters. Eventually he found his lane with supporting women's boxing. So I got to thinking, like, who's available out there that he could swoop up and put on a card? Because all the other ladies, they're on Match Room or Golden Boy. But what about maybe like a um, a Heather Hardy? who Maybe is she's exciting. A fighter as well, too. Yeah, see, I don't see. Those are the things. I don't know what they look for. You know, um, I don't I, like I know with like, say, Top Rank or Golden Boy or those kind of promotions, they all look at their amateur career. They watch them in the amateurs. They follow their career to see how they're being built. 
I don't know how Jake Paul finds like how he found his new um, the new guy he signed. I forgot his name, uh, but he's a top prospect. So I don't know what not Jake necessarily, but there's also Nikisa, the one who's the I believe he's the CEO of Ma- uh, Most Valuable Promotions, the bald guy. So I don't I I really don't know the criteria, but it would it would be interesting. It would be very interesting, and so uh, Heather Hardy would be great knowing Serrano knows her very well being, I mean, she got knocked out by her, but she's just, she's just a beast. She's just like a beast, like Serrano. She can take it just like she can give it. That's right. And she's a New Yorker and she puts the asses in seats, you know, Hey, why not? Yeah, she does. She sells tickets. A huge fan base. Yeah. So, um, we might have to wrap it, girl. It's like 1030 and it's my bedtime with the baby. I'm a mom. I agree. Look at the timer coming on the 45 minute mark, but yay. So hopefully next week when we do this again, you know, maybe we'll do it from our own channel. Next week we'll do it from, um, from your channel because we'll be together. Yay. That was fun. Oh yeah. We'll be together for the Canelo Bebo fight week and, um, We'll get to go live. We'll get, we got some, well, we're trying to figure out our interviews for next week. But if you haven't checked out our channel, we've got some great interviews so far. And um, yeah, we've got some good ones coming up still too. So don't worry if you're like, well, why didn't they interview this person? It's either because we already have and it's still not edited yet or they are on our, on our, on our hit list. <laughs> so don't worry guys, but we appreciate Bye. you guys. Um, and usually we would do it right after the fight, but there just happened to be two fights. And so we're both really exhausted, especially me. Exactly. I've been up very early with the baby, but uh, we thank you. And remember, like, share, subscribe, all of our socials all across the board. Um, I will have it up. And then, um, and we have a TikTok also. So thank you guys. We appreciate it. I'm Cynthia Conte. And I'm Giandra LaBeouf. Thanks for tuning in to the best women's boxing show, period. Fight Rewind. (laughs) Bye, guys.